welcome to Happy News Network. We are here to brighten your week while you take a break from doom scrolling. I'm Kristen. And I'm Shayna. We wanted to brighten social media, so we decided to make a podcast all about happy news. Join us as we discuss our happy news finds. Shayna, what is your happy news this week? Okay, you're going to love this because I know you like doing park visits and not always leaving your home or your car. You can live stream Old Faithful. (gasps) (laughs) Yes. Happy, happy holidays. Happy birthday. Happy Christmas. Happy next birthday. You can live stream Old Faithful from your laptop or your phone. How do I do this? Do you know how I do? I'm just honestly going to go to the national park. Just Google like national park service, Old Faithful streaming. Oh my God. And it has like a countdown to the (gasps) next like geyser situation. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Stop this. Oh, Look at that. Go to the main webcam page. Stop it. I imagine a little like tripod camera just sitting outside of Old Faithful. Where? <gasps> Look at that. Oh, stop mm-hmm. it. Okay. Wow. I'm losing my mind. Oh my God. The next one is <gasps> the next one is in 10 minutes. Okay. Let's hurry up. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Done. We'll just take a nice pause when it, when it erupts. <gasps> That'll be um, commercial break. Okay. Perfect. What other than this is the happy news in your life? I'm like, nothing else exists. This is amazing. Um, I opened a show. We opened a show, like a real life musical theater show. It's happening. It's outside. It's socially distant. We are a fully vaccinated cast, crew, company, everything. It's almost like real life, except for that we're outside and we're not normally outside, but... It's amazing. What's the show? What's the show you're doing? We are doing Million Dollar Quartet. What what day was it? December 4th, 1956. Jerry Lee Lewis, Carl Perkins, who nobody's ever heard of, but he wrote Blue Suede Shoes. Elvis Presley and Johnny Cash all got together and had a jam sesh that was recorded. And it's based on that recording. So it's just essentially a rock concert with a little bit of context and story mixed in. So super cool. Like a it's really so cool um, jukebox musical. Oh, yeah. 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 And like everybody plays their own instruments live and it's just back to rock and roll live theater. And I'm so here for it. I'm so happy for you. And I noticed that you are doing a virtual, like a digital calling script. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I make my call scripts on my computer and then put it in a Google Drive. So if, God forbid, anything happens to me or anything, anybody with the Google Drive can access it and read my book out loud. So very cool. Very, very cool. I love that. Not only are you back to work, but you're being innovative about it. Yeah. Yeah. Typically, I only do digital books for tours that are like long. Um, but this one, I had the time and ability to do it. So I did, I made a digital book and I use leftover pieces of printed paper to write my notes on for my reports at the end of the day. So yeah. It's oh, fun. that's awesome. You're yeah. back in your green. Yeah. I'm like groove. It's so great. I'm having a great time. The Don't smile on your face. No fun at work. <laughs> Right. Well, this is Happy News Network. <laughs> right. All my coworkers are like, why are you 
dancing. I'm like, because Elvis is singing Hound Dog. Do you want me to just stand here? Get out of here. Oh my God. I'm going to have to like sneakily get someone to film this. I don't think I've ever seen you dance. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. Um, Okay. I'm going to, this has nothing to do with anything million dollar quartet, but um, let's go. Okay, this is like Jurassic Park level insanity or like some sort of like science insanity. Like, okay, okay. A new species of human was discovered in the Philippines. Of human? Excuse me? (laughs) Yes. Yes. I think I'm going to break you today on this episode by accident. Like your head's just going to pop off. Yeah. What? (laughs) Like new species? Sure. Of human? Excuse? As you were. (laughs) it's all right that was my entire reaction to reading the article um researchers digging in the kaleo cave in the philippines discovered teeth and bones belonging to a previously undiscovered and extinct species of human so homo luzonesis lived at the same time as neanderthals the name is derived from the island of luzon where this new species was discovered it dates back to 67,000 years ago. And during excavations in 2011 and 2015, researchers discovered 12 additional hand and foot bones. And this species is different from other species in that their premolar teeth are smaller and more simplified compared to these other early human species. And what's kind of really cool is that the big toe also strongly resembles that famous Lucy fossil one of the earliest ancestors we have, uh, we humans have, and her species lived 2.9 to 3.9 million years ago. So there's a huge difference between 67,000 years and 2.9 to 3.9 million years. So there's a lot of research that still has to be done to learn more. Uh, In addition, the researchers noted that the finger and toe bones are more curved. So that means that climbing was really important to the Luzonesis lifestyle. Uh, because the curve bones really assist with that process. Um, one of the puzzling aspects of all this, aside from the fact that new species, um, <laughs> is that researchers haven't been able to remove DNA from the remains. So there's they're lacking in in-depth comparisons between studies of our longtime ancestors. But one of the like really, really cool puzzling things to come out of this is a it shifts theories on the species migration. If we think about Africa, which was the cradle of life, then we've got uh, different species that migrated out to Java, Indonesia and other parts of the Eastern hemisphere. It's really cool to now think about this new species and what that changes to the whole dynamic. Yeah, how like Ross Geller is probably freaking out about this. This Right? I'm so glad they're doing the friends reunion right now. He can have his moment. (laughs) Perfect marketing. I can you imagine? Like, I guess it's like what you expect being a paleontologist or someone who's digging around looking for bones, but just like digging around and finding human teeth. Like, what? I yeah. Because initially, I like find a rock, and I'm like, sweet, like teeth. I can't imagine that finding human remains, like in any capacity, is in like I. I feel like my first reaction would not be cool. I feel like it would be more hard, but that that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I know you and I have strong feelings about Pangea and evolution. Oh, well, yeah. 
<laughs> but so I figured you might appreciate this. I that is what that is like a big game changer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so wait, okay. So my article, did you know you know how like groups of animals are all called different things, like a murder of crows? Uh-huh, Do you know uh-huh. a group of rhinos is called a crash? And like that just feels like it makes the most sense. Right? I didn't like, know, but that just makes that's that's heartwarming. <laughs> right. Don't aren't you like Yes, that's correct. Like, not that I have any say, but like, that's correct. So anyway, crash of rhinos. Here we go. So in Kathmandu, they have a crash of rhinos that's like, that calls Kathmandu home. And with the closures of nature reserves in the last year, they've increased their population by 17% with a total current population of about 750 rhinos. Right. 700. Can you imagine 750 rhinos just like hanging out in your backyard? Like, obviously that's not what it is, but like, they're so close to people anyway. But in the sixties, in the 1960s, there were less than a hundred rhinos. So this is incredible from a hundred in the sixties to now about 750 wild. And conservationists said that with the shutdown, the rhinos were able to roam more freely, congregate and mate, which led to a rhino baby boom if you will also baby boom and crash of rhinos just like had me giggling for a while so there we are rhinos I love that and yeah. thinking back to what we've learned about Kathmandu it's so cool to hear that there's even more wildlife happening there now yeah how cool how cool. and we've and in Africa the uh, poaching has gone down so that this mm-hmm. is a good year for rhinos it really is it really is that's so cute how how do you find out something like this like where did you find that news who even is to say I have no that's idea so that's like such a lovely like but it's like so niche because it's not like Kathmandu is like all over the mainstream news that we the get news. so yeah. I'm, I'm so I love that somehow the world put it in your in front of you yeah I'm very good at like only liking and responding to like cat videos and silly fluff on Facebook so I get a lot of ads or like suggested that you look at this for things like this and things like the Triscuit origin oh oh that's fun they know exactly what to send to you that's like right after your own heart mm-hmm. <laughs> oh I love it I love it um so putting, speaking of like putting each, you know, us putting ourselves in good mental places, uh, you can get anything you need at CVS pretty much. And now people can get mental health counseling there. Oh, sweet. Yeah. CVS is piloting a counseling service as they try to fill in the gaps of access to mental health care across the country. And they're trying to also reduce the cost of mental care. So many studies have shown that cost is the number one obstacle to access. And a huge part of that is that insurance companies and therapists don't really have that great a connection. So one doesn't accept the other, which means that fees can range traditionally from $150 to $250 per visit. And especially with this past year, financial and calendar access to therapists has made it so hard for people to to get the help they need and stress has been on the rise. So it's this really bad duo of circumstances that's led to like a bit of a mental health crisis. Um, And 
I, I just, I'm so grateful for reading this article about CVS. So CVS launched a pilot program in January and they're launching, they've launched it throughout Houston, Philadelphia, and Tampa so far. And they're looking to expand to other cities and states and they're launching in diverse communities where access is not readily available. They're specifically targeting communities that need mental health resources, which is terrific. So 650 of their 10,000 stores offer urgent care and wellness products. When I didn't know that, like they're extensions of bringing wellness to people, which is the mission of a drugstore. Mm -hmm. So these locations, I had no idea. They offer like eye exams, diabetes screenings, like basic health services. Yeah. And they're, so for counseling specifically, CVS is covering the cost for Aetna insured patients and they're negotiating deals with more insurance companies probably to be announced soon and, and over time. And studies have shown that treating mental health, like if you treat depression and diabetic patients, it reduces other medical costs because if people feel good, it means they're taking proper care of themselves and there's less self-neglect and complications from the fallout of not taking care of yourself. So it's overall a better upfront investment to give people resources to be mentally sound and positive which I just, I just love it. And like this one article, uh, it, it's, there's one patient in the article, she's seen her licensed social worker at CVS five times. And she said, she's already feeling it better about her life and about her circumstances. So just some really uplifting news that we can all look forward to. I love that. I love that. Cause it feels, it feels kind of like getting to the root of the problem, not just like well, the symptom is gone. The symptom is gone. The symptom is gone. Well, but what's causing that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. The, what's the, I what's the that. root of the problem about mental health care? So that's really, they've right. really done that. Yeah. Right. Oh, yes. yes yeah. Yes. And now you can go to CVS, you can pick up whatever you need. Like you need granola bars, go for it. You can also have your therapy session and have lunch of granola bars while you're there. Like the ultimate one-stop shop. Yes. Yeah. And I hope other stores pick it up too. Like other stores that Mm -hmm. do in, in in-house pharmacy work will start to pick this option up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. That makes me happy. That makes my heart happy. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. And I like that they've done their research and they're starting in places that like super need it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Not just like running to Beverly Hills. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Hi, everyone already has a therapist. What about this one? Like, Right. This is not where the need is. (laughs) Yeah. It seems to be really about the community. Yeah. Cool. Oh, love that. Um, Speaking of communities and small towns, there's a new documentary on HBO that is on my list immediately. So I can't wait to watch it. It's called Our Towns. And it's a deep dive into small towns across America from like Charleston, West Virginia, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Bend, Oregon, and so many more. Um, Yeah, Our Towns on HBO. Shortly after the Great Recession, a journalist asked readers for suggestions on cities he and his wife, who is also a journalist, should visit. And they had a ton of submissions and narrowed it down to places with populations between 30 and 40,000 people and places with varying economical and political climates. 
And in the article I found about this documentary, the journalist mentioned how we mostly see small town America during elections or disasters. And that's pretty much it. And we never, at least I don't think we ever go back and we're like, hey, in this town where there was a huge tornado, what's going on 10 years later? You know, we don't really do that. Um, And usually if we do go to small towns, it's a quick like, I'm your local journalist and I met John at this diner and here's what he had to say about something very polarizing. And it's like, okay, that's not really useful. That's a good way to like squash the conversation. Um, So these, this couple spent no less than two weeks in each town and asked people more in depth questions. Like my favorite, my two favorite topics that they would bring up was Like, what does different rainfall mean for your town? And what will it take to bring young people back to this town? And they just got, they got a ton of clever and smart, creative responses. And I, I love that. I'm very excited to, to watch this documentary. Wow. I love that idea of exploring what is happening, what has happened, what should happen or will happen in the future it's that seems like such a unique deep dive into these towns yeah yeah and like being from a town of like I think we're still over 5,000 people in my small town but just to see what other small towns in America think about certain things that aren't necessarily who are you voting for but like what does too much rain mean for your crops or what does not enough rain mean for your Mm -hmm. transit or whatever real everyday real everyday life that really deeply impacts them yeah so adding that to the to watch list yeah 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 i can't wait to hear what your thoughts are on it and we'll have to have like a like a documentary book club (laughs) yeah oh i could be on board uh so my last article it's it's a pretty, it's just a really interesting and inspiring one. Um, Cody Gapare is a breast cancer survivor and she turned a personal want into this false eyelash business. So she was diagnosed back in 2014 at the age of 36. And she tells the story is, I found out I had cancer at 3 p.m. and went for my university interview at 6 p.m. Like this is a resilient woman who just does not stop. And at the time, she she's a single mom who lives in Northwich, Cheshire. She she lives in the UK, and her whole family was and still lives in Africa. So she was very isolated during all of this, and it was just her and her boys. So to keep her mood up during treatment, she developed this lipstick and heels philosophy. So she'd get up every morning and put on makeup and perfume and dress clothes. Like she basically said, I'm going to start my day looking great and making myself feel great because the world's not stopping for me. And she just wanted to be able to put her, put herself in that place. And who doesn't love getting dressed up for fun? Um, so Cody started experiencing hair loss during chemotherapy and she hit a brick wall when it came to doing makeup on her eyelashes during this lipstick and heels philosophy. And so Cody just sat there at home and tinkered with fake eyelashes and using a chat room through the nurses, she was able to connect with other patients who experienced the same thing. And she realized that there was 
a group of people with the same situation who needed a solution. So she developed a prototype for a sturdier false lash and it's built with a lined ridge. So her lashes are called C-Lash and she works with the eyelash brand Eyelore. C-Lash doesn't stand for Cody. It stands for the positive C words associated with cancer, like champion or conviction. And I love that, like putting the positive spin, like taking the negative stigma away from cancer. Because yes, like reclaiming the letter. I'm so here for that. Yes. Yes. And reclaiming it for yourself. Um, so Cody's lashes launched in England in 2019 at a chain called boots and they launched, uh, in January 20, they've 2020, they've made their way to the U S and they've also launched in Australia, Sweden, Norway, Finland, and other places throughout England, which is very, very exciting. And, this is really, really sweet. One of her sons keeps a scrapbook of all the positive reviews of the eyelashes. I love a scrapbook. Wow. That's Mm -hmm. yes. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. To all of this, like it's brought this family closer together. It's given her new purpose. It's given her inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sweet. I, all I keep thinking about is like, how do I get my hands on these? Because like, Whenever I put on false eyelashes, I always muck it up the first time and then have to like rip them off and try again. And then they fall apart. And then it's like, what's the point of even doing this? But these sound way sturdier and maybe a little Kristen proof. So yes, Hmm. I have never actually applied them myself. I've only ever done them. Like if I'm in a photo shoot or something and like, yeah, actually, I think I've only ever had them put on once and I just my friend put them on me. And when she finished putting them on, I just like, I went to blink and I was like, I feel like a bird landed on my face. Like, yeah, they're not always so comfortable. I feel like I can't see anymore. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like my eyelids are so heavy that like, no. And these are meant to be a a more stable product. So we're gonna have to try some sea lashes. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down to party. Wow. Yes. Especially now that we're vaccinated, you and I can put on sea lashes, make ourselves up and then see each other in person. Get out of town. That sounds amazing. Oh, I know. Humans. I miss you Human so content. much. <laughs> I think I was thinking, I, I was like trying to think the other day, I don't think I've seen you in four years. Yeah. It's been a minute. Because I think one of us was supposed to be near the other and then COVID happened. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I think so. I know, but just like Pangea, things can be brought closer together or further apart with time, so. Well, something that will bring people, us, closer together are Hyperloops. Here we go. I found (gasps) another Hyperloop. It's not the Virgin Hyperloop. It's a group of companies and it's self-sufficient. They they like have all these plans drawn up and are ready to build. And with current drawings, they are designed to be LEED certified platinum. That stands for leadership in energy and environmental design Um, certified platinum. And that's the highest green building rating possible. And their system includes solar panels and planned areas of green space. And also their stations, if you will, like where you load and unload passengers are mostly windows, like the whole building, like ceiling to floor windows. So it doesn't disrupt 
the natural feel of the surrounding environment. Anyway, I just found that quick article and was like, more people are doing hyperloops. Like it's coming, it's happening. Let's go. This one is self-sufficient. I'm here for that. Do you know where it'll be? There was literally no more information than what I just shared with you. So I'm like, well, maybe this was a fake news, but (laughs) it sounds cool. No, that's so nifty. It sounds like they're keeping it under wraps because it's so high tech and so cutting edge that it's going to be a big deal wherever it goes. Yeah. So, and this article was from like a couple days ago. So I'm like, well, (gasps) I need more articles to come out. I need to know more about this. This is out of the press. Right. So here we are. Oh my gosh. Wow. Look at me being with the times. I love it. Well, I think we may have missed Old Faithful, but I think so. But there will be another one in probably 45 minutes. That's usually excellent. Well, it's something I'm looking forward to because I haven't taken the time to sink my life to watching Old Faithful. And I like I discovered this live stream and I went, I got to watch it. And then I I, Mm -hmm. I haven't. (laughs) Yeah, I'm solidly on it. I don't know when the next one is going to be. Let me I'll reload this page and I'll get back to you, but perfect. Yeah. I'm pumped about this. Oh, I love the national parks coming to me and me not having to go to them (laughs) between this and the Louvre. You're set. Yeah. Like whoever needs to leave the house, not me. I'm not leaving the house. Wow. Okay. There's so, there are other, there are other webcams (gasps) for other. Ooh. Things. Okay. <gasps> the hot springs. Okay. Okay. I need to put my phone away because I'm getting so distracted <laughs> with all of this. <laughs> so what are you looking forward to? I am honestly just looking forward to doing more shows outside. Like it's mm-hmm. just really nice to like I have I have to be double masked. Me and the crew has to be double masked and gloved and shielded and all the things, but that does not bother me because I get to do what I love. I get to hear a live audience like singing along with Jerry Lee Lewis songs and like just partying. And I'm, it's bringing me such great joy. It's only like an hour and a half, but it's the best hour and a half of my day. So that's terrific. And you get to do it multiple days a week. So it's like this regular scheduled joy. Yeah. Every single night. That's how I end my day with a rock and roll show. And then I immediately go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy for you. Yeah, thanks. We love all forms of happy news and happenings. Be sure to send us your own day-to-day happy news. Cute pet stories, kids saying the darndest things. Whatever you're up to, we love it all. Email us at hnnpodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow us on social media at HNN Podcast for happy news throughout the week. And be sure to subscribe to us through Patreon where you'll get exclusive content and more. Until next time, I'm Kristen. And I'm Shayna. Have Have a a happy happy week. week.